0: Do you smell what The Rock is cooking?
1: Federation sister brother. I am Aaron Kosker <laughs> and
0: I'm Sean Harris,
1: and uh, we're here to bring you an awesome podcast about One Tree Hill.
0: I don't know how awesome it is. Is it? Is it really?
1: Um, I think it's awesome.
0: A lot of other people think it's awesome too,
1: <laughs> and we think that's awesome that people think it's awesome.
0: And you've said awesome way, way too many times already. And we're only a minute. At least nine. it's not
1: amalgamate.
0: Yeah, but we have to get that in every single episode. And not only that, you said it before I did. I haven't even said it yet. So that's on you, brother. <laughs> at TreeHillWF.podcast, you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at that at. And you can also find us on every streaming service, including... Deezer. And... Stitcher. And...
1: Apple Podcast. And... Amazon podcast, and Samsung podcast, and Spotify, and Google podcast, and I don't remember the rest. iHeartRadio. Oh yeah, and Pandora. Yeah, There's a list. There's, there's a whole a, list. I don't
0: even know what it is. It's kind of a running joke now. That if you just to... go to
1: our link tree, which is in the bio of our socials, you can find your favorite podcast streaming service.
0: And we're all over it, brothers and sisters out there. You'll find us on every single one of them streaming services it's the way of today the way of the future that's just the way it is but not back in 1997 dude when we were watching this when i was watching this as an eight-year-old child
1: when i was a seven-year-old child actually i wasn't even seven when this episode would have aired i would have still been six I was probably playing with Barbies mm-hmm. and I was watching
0: Monday Night Raw,
1: watching The Lion King mm-hmm. or The Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast, something not wrestling.
0: That's unfortunate because I was watching Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> with Bret Hart, duke it out, brother.
1: Oh God. And it
0: was the greatest time of my life. Not because I was watching wrestling, because I didn't have any bills to pay.
1: Yes, I miss not having bills to pay. Best
0: time of our lives, dude. And we even even understand and realize that it was the best time of our lives
1: <laughs> and now like that whole time we were wishing we were adults so we could do whatever the hell we wanted yeah and now that we're adults we're like can you please can like go back to go back to that, back to that? Yeah. can we just be the children again i know like we're adults and we have to parent now and pay for bills and all these things drive cars and now i'm like I just want to be itty bitty again.
0: It's the conundrum of life. You don't even realize you're out of the best time of your life. You don't even understand when it's happening. But we do understand that this is episode 12 entitled Crash Course in Paul White Conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Because we have to amalgamate, dude. One Tree Hill. And the World Wrestling Federation, January 13th, 1997, just a week and a day before my 8th birthday, we have this edition of Monday Night Raw. But before we have that edition of Monday Night Raw, one day prior, on January 12th 1997
1: My sister was born She
0: was, but that's not what I was getting to. I
1: got a little sister instead of another brother.
0: Another stinky boy in the family. You got a little Literally, girl.
1: when my parents told me they were having another baby, I cried and they were like, why are you crying? And I was like I don't want another brother
0: Yeah, but luckily you got You didn't get a brother. You got a sister. Yeah. But on that same day that your sister was born, January 12th, 1997, Stone Cold Steve Austin, (laughs) he took a steel chair, wrapped Bret Hart's ankle in it, and stomped on it a bunch of times. (laughs) And that's what's really important here, dude. Not your mother in the hospital with a child. She probably plopped out in about five seconds because she's got a water slide at this point after four kids.
1: Literally five minutes.
0: Yeah definitely. <laughs> but most importantly here, Stone Cold Steve Austin was on an episode of Superstars one week before the Royal Rumble and he's putting it to Bret Hart's ankle. And not only that, on this same episode of Superstars, we got a Ahmed Johnson promo. And now we are in the time of Ahmed Johnson promos that are completely indecipherable. So now we will be hitting this new segment for the next few weeks at least, entitled The Indecipherable Ahmed Promo of the Week. So I will play it, and we will talk over it and review this promo as it's playing. These people know how you feel. Kevin Kelly, legendary commentator. You will finally get to do what you thought about for six months while you
1: laid in bed. At the Royal Rumble, six months, that's a long time to lay in bed. <laughs> <hands on Faruk.
0: laughs> Finally going to get his hands on Farouk? Let
1: me start off by saying first of all, the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Royal Rumble. tracksuit fanny pack guy. Second of
0: off. Second off. You
1: know sound like he said, second all.
0: Yeah, Sucking off.
1: <laughs> oh my god. It? <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
0: Try to put it into words, though, Ahmed. <laughs> I
1: mean, he's saying words, they just sound like they're in a different so language. Much. He
0: nearly cost you your life, Ahmed. No one. My life was over at 18. My wife? My wife is over at 13. My life, Roman, I was dead years ago. All I got now is me and them. Nothing else. So come to War Rumble. I don't care if I push my titty, but my head. Buff my titty. <laughs> wow. And then he shouts out the band Broken Side. (laughs) (laughs) He's our gal. He's our gal. (laughs) Wow. This is unreal. And that brings us the first time that they (laughs) view the debut of the Indecipherable. Ahmed Johnson promo.
1: My brain hurts (laughs) after that.
0: Yeah, that was something else. And we've got plenty more of those. If you want to actually see the footage of that, you can hit up Fun with Ahmed on YouTube, the Whoa Womble episode. (laughs) And you'll get that wonderful one week before Royal Rumble superstars promo by Ahmed. Wow. There's no words. (laughs) No. Opening match, we got Hunter, Hurst, Helmsley, and Jerry the King Lawler. He was
1: extra Disney Princess tonight.
0: He's looking extra Disney Prince, yes, definitely. And they're extra. taking on the team of your favorite Chicken McNugget, Glitter Juice, Gold Dust, <laughs> and Mark Bone oh, Marrow. Man. Yes. We didn't really have much going on in this match. No. Nah. It wasn't a great match, but at least we got It's the Isaac Yankum. No, dis- oh, it's the Doctor Bish distraction. Would have been an Isaac Yankum distraction back in the day because he's the original wrestling dentist, brother.
1: Oh goodness!
0: <laughs> All right, Triple H, Jerry the King Lawler, Gold dust Bone Marrow, Freaking
1: Pervy King, Pervy That's King who he is it's uh, Pervy King.
0: He's the king of being a perv. <sighs>
1: He's also such a pussy.
0: Yeah. But you know, Triple H is kind of a pussy too, because he's refusing to tag in because he don't want none of that smoke from fucking gold dust. Well, no. He does not want any of that.
1: Especially after he threw what's her nuts? <laughs> he
0: threw Marlena right at uh Marrow and <laughs> yeah. then and then threw Golddust right into Marrow and Marlena and yeah, it's just, it's yeah, a whole thing. Yeah,
1: I'd be trying to avoid that shit too. Yeah, right. <laughs> but Curvy King can take it. <laughs>
0: yeah, fair enough. Ends in a disqualification, gold dust. Of course. Every, you know, every, every time. There's no clean finishes on weekly TV. That's pretty standard is that you don't really get like a lot we of clean feel like we get
1: more disqualifications than, than we get stuff. actually.
0: Well, that's the thing is like the weekly TV, they're wins. not like big matches. You know, you don't get a lot of those real wins. It's more safe for the pay-per-views. Actually, looking at this <laughs> uh, card on this Raw, I don't know if there's any... Clean finishes on the whole show.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: what also isn't a clean finish is Psycho Sid doing oh, a he's promo. Fucking
1: unhinged. Oh
0: my god, he's in the middle of the empty Astrodome in front of three hundred sixteen thousand empty seats. Oh my god. George and Brett are probably or George and whoever, whatever the fuck their names are. George and Adam or George and Steve or something. Anyways, Austin three eighteen probably in the crowd trying to get their probably. seats nice and warm for a, they're only six days now so they've literally waited out like two months and now they're only six days away from actually sitting down and watching this pay-per-view but Sid mm-hmm. yeah they probably is,
1: stink so bad oh
0: my god they haven't showered they haven't you know fucking changed your clothes who knows have brushed your teeth either way
1: ordered pizza to the arena yeah and...
0: right but yeah you're right Sid is cutting a fucking unhinged Pro <laughs> in the MD Alamo Dome. And Shawn Michaels is already in San Antonio too. He's hanging out with a bunch of people at a bar apparently at uh where was it? Park Falls or Park Place or something. I guess so. He was on the Monopoly board. He was hitting up Park Place.
1: <laughs> Wrestlers are fucking dumb. Can I just say that? <laughs>
0: Not all of them.
1: Uh, Especially this era though a Most bunch of, them. of them are pretty fucking dumb But fucking Shawn Michaels Was yeah. raised in a fucking barn <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah he loves to chew that gum With his mouth wide open oh, But he delivers God. He delivers in big moments He delivers better than the US Postal Service
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wow
0: Brett the Hitman Hart now He's out on commentary And yeah he's He's pretty crippled up After that uh, Getting his yeah, ankle Yeah he was limping Yeah he was limping pretty hard Because Austin of course Don't still cold stole cold <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin fucking crippled Bret the Man Hart one night prior on Superstars as we alluded to earlier (laughs) but Brett is still limping in his nice little what was it he was he was looking pretty fancy actually pretty dapper yeah he was looking a little dapper you know I've never seen Brett like that coming out like that before it was alright though he wanted to sit in on the next (gasps) match he boots and the pebble Tassel boots, two beautiful men, and the Pebble British, beautiful men, British bulldog versus tassel Rocky Maivia. Boots. And the great thing was, is in that previous tag match, we had to open the show. They had like three promos for this match. You did not know that this match was going to happen on this episode of Raw. And no, you, I
1: thought they were talking about a future episode. And you lost your <laughs> shit. So you are like, we're gonna get
0: Tassel boots and The Rock on Monday Night Raw in a match against each other. If you want to uh, get. Aaron riled up about something. You tell her that British Bulldog is going to have the match with Rocky Maivia. Holy (laughs) shit.
1: (laughs) Beautiful men. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Yes, definitely. But they do tease a little bit of dissension earlier on. They showed some footage from Shotgun Saturday Night, the second episode. And Rocky Maivia was a part of a possible little love triangle here with Mark Merrill and Sable Mm -hmm. because Sable was doing whatever and then Merrill saw The Rock Rocky Maivia kind of talking with Sable in the middle of the ring and got into it with him.
1: The Pebble was there but where was that other bitch that's obsessed with him?
0: Sonny. She yeah, was what the fuck happened? she was nowhere to be because before
1: she was following him around like oh, a little yeah. fucking puppy dog
0: that's right but now she's not Ooh. there what's going on is rocky playing both sides of the field Ooh. here but also maybe she's
1: jealous could
0: be and also rocky hasn't even shown any interest in sunny yet either so Good. That she's is... a bitch i don't <laughs> like her <laughs> i know you don't we all do <laughs> Now I know you don't want Rocky to hurt Tassel Boots no. too much in this match, okay? but I also but, don't
1: want Tassel Boots to hurt the Pebble. Yeah. So what do they do? They he's just a have a little baby. Yeah, he's a
0: little twenty-five, twenty-six-year-old Rocky at this point. Yeah. He's a little young guy, a little young boy, and yeah. So you're. Hoping that they just kind of have a nice they're little They're just friends, yeah, they're let's, friends just and let's just hold not hands hurting.
1: and skip through a field of <laughs> flowers don't Go get, eat some fish and chips
0: And don't get hurt before the Royal Rumble yeah. Because they got a big match with 28 other guys these two I guys want tassel be in boots
1: with. to win You want
0: old Bulldog to have a good showing And possibly win this match And get the title shot at Wrestlemania yeah. Against either Shawn Michaels or Sid How great would it be if British Bulldog Won the Royal Rumble and then beat Sid at WrestleMania oh for the world championship.
1: I would lose my fucking oh shit. My oh my God. That'd be cool.
0: In the middle of this match, Owen Hart comes out of nowhere because Brett's doing commentary. and Owen Yeah, <laughs> just he's
1: just standing stands.
0: there. <laughs> he puts a, he puts a slammy down on the table and he just like cross arms. And he's like, he's not a big guy. He's probably 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> and he just crosses his arm. And he's like, He's just going to be the bodyguard for Bulldog. He doesn't want Brett going anywhere near him. He doesn't want Brett because we all know how Brett is when he says he's not going to interfere in a match. Oh he's yeah, on commentary. He's
1: just as bad as Shawn Michaels. Yep.
0: But to be fair, last time Shawn Michaels did not interfere. No,
1: and I was very surprised about yes. that. But this especially once he came out in the robe and was like yeah. taking that off and like this <laughs> uh,
0: so is just a precursor to what he's going to do later, brother. But Owen, you know, obviously his brother's a damn liar. And he's going to stand there and stand guard. Be a uh, bulldog. Guard
1: my yeah. tassel boots. Yes,
0: yeah. Just making sure, you know, he doesn't get hurt. But what Owen forgot is that maybe Brett wasn't the one that he should be guarding because out of nowhere.
1: Oh my god. Cups stoke don't go
0: And he fucking chop blocks bulldog okay, when so he's th- in the outside. You Again. Know,
1: you know how we say Stone Cold Steve Austin is me in wrestling form. Yes, yes. If Stone Cold Steve Austin was really me, uh-huh. I wouldn't, wouldn't go, go over tassel boots. Oh, yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Unless true.
1: it was to give him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stone Cold literally comes out from the back. And he
1: hurts him. He, he,
0: fuck, he fucks him up, dude. <gasps> he gets the chop block. No. He gives him the Stone Cold stunner. And this is pre-kick stunner. before he had the kick before the stunner. He just grabs his head. Stone Cold stunner on the floor, his knees all fucked up now, his ankle, whatever. Not my
1: baby. But Owen's
0: bodyguarding Brett the whole time and Brett's like, Look what's fucking happening. I know, and he's
1: like <laughs> running and Owen's like, wait, he's like, what? No, no,
0: and then he turns around, it's already too late. You're already yeah. fucked up, Bulldog.
1: And he gets fucking counted out. I know. So that was Rocky, rude. the rookie,
0: the blue the blue chipper, he fucking beats Bulldog. But it's by count out, so you know, he's not like he pinned him in the middle of the ring or anything. You yeah, know? It's it doesn't okay. count. But now Bulldog's going to be hindered for the Royal Rumble now because no, he's got a hurt like leg. That. Not a lot of us like that. But unfortunately, that's <sighs> kind of the way it went down because. That's
1: rude.
0: Austin's going to do Austin awesome things. He's a fucking menace. Another match that they promo basically the entire show was the main event of this episode, which was The Undertaker against Crush. Who is
1: also fucking unhinged. Yeah, Crush
0: is uh, a little weird. Yeah. A member of the Nation of Domination. And they're coming out. N.O.D. rappers. Gotta love them. J.C. Ice and Wolfie D. They're coming out. And yeah, Taker's had enough of their shit. Basically, he pulls the Stone Cold Steve Austin. And while they're rapping uh, Crush to the ring... Undertaker just goes full force and goes right after everybody and starts taking out the entire fucking nation before the match even starts. I mean, Undertaker gives no fucks. Just he'll,
1: murder them all. He'll murder Bury everyone. Them.
0: <laughs> and it looked like Farouk was a little fariked out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but. Now I know you love uh when Undertaker he grabs the guy in an arm wrench, goes to the top rope, and walks along the top rope. Oh my god, love that move. he's
1: they so, fucked up.
0: Farouk moved the rope. He moved
1: on him, the rope.
0: And he fucking sacked himself. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so rude. Not
0: too impressed with that. He fucking sacks the Undertaker, goes off. And then again, out of nowhere, fucking nod jump in vader's in there now yeah
1: what the fuck was that
0: vader comes in because they have the match. he has the match with the undertaker at the royal rumble
1: i know but stay in your fucking lane (laughs) bros you're not supposed to be here right now get the fuck out yeah
0: and he's there and he's fucking giving the vader bombs to fucking what's with wrestlers
1: that aren't actually like performing in this episode just showing up
0: that's what they do get the fuck out they gotta get their tv time brother they got to get up there. They got to do it. So if now
1: they followed the rules,
0: there's no rule following in and if there
1: was rules and they <laughs> followed the rules, tassel boots would have been fine because Stone Cold Steve Austin wouldn't have been able to interfere.
0: I think the WWE rule book was probably written in some kind of weird calligraphy because you can't understand a single thing in it and no one adheres to it anyways, especially referees. They're the ones who try to enforce it and they do the worst job out of anybody. You know what? What's that?
1: WWE should hire me to be the rule enforcer because that's who I am at work. Yeah. I am the rule enforcer. If someone's like, I'm going to fuck around and I'm going to find out, I'm like, oh, you fucked around and you found out, bitch. You're in trouble.
0: If you're the rule (laughs) enforcer, you got to be out there enforcing the rules. What happens when mankind sneaks up on you and gives you the mandible claw claw and lays you out? What are you gonna do then? How are you gonna enforce the rules with fucking man? He's fired.
1: Get the fuck out. You're done. (laughs) We don't want you on our screens anyways. You have
0: that authority to fire mankind. Yes,
1: in my perfect (laughs) wrestling world, yes, I can fire the idiots that don't follow the fucking rules.
0: (laughs) All right, there, Vince McMahon. (laughs) Uh, I'd probably do a better job. Fair enough. But yeah, this episode only had a few matches. Went by pretty quickly. The matches were a little longer, but they all ended in fucked finishes. They're all count countouts, yeah. DQs. Literally, you name when it was
1: over, I like I saw. quick. The like
0: the thing. Oh yeah, the, the, the trademark or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah when credit, that came up, yeah. I was like,
1: "Wait, it's done." That was quick. That was fast. Yeah. Like it felt like fucking half an hour and yet
0: like it was a 48 minute episode just like every other one so far weird and yeah it went by pretty damn fast but now ding 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 is prediction time for you babe uh we got the wool womble uh six days away so our next podcast we will be going over the wool womble in front of 420,000 people, maybe at the it's Alamo good. That Dome.
1: This one was shorter because the next one. The next one's, the next gonna, one's be gonna be a little longer,
0: brother, because we got a full <sighs> pay per view to get through, dude. But it is gonna be one of the best actual Royal Rumble matches we will watch. You will love it. But important questions here: We got Vader versus Undertaker at Royal Rumble. Who wins that match?
1: Undertaker.
0: Undertaker. Do you think he gets him up for the Tombstone? He's a big boy.
1: Maybe not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. But Taker still gets the dub. Yeah. The big match, six months in the making, Farouk versus Ahmed Johnson. Does Ahmed get the win?
1: I mean, I hope so. (laughs) Just because I don't like the other Farouk.
0: Farouk. Yeah. But...
1: I mean, his... Nation of domination. They're just fucking annoying at this point. Get the, the fuck out of here. Of Sean's sitting there with his fists up in the air, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Nation,
0: a domination. Go away, dude. Nation salute. You a nation salute with me? No. Why not?
1: Go away. Let me have my coke. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> All right. So you got Amen in that match. World title match in front of. Four hundred and twenty three thousand fucking screaming fans at the Alamo Dome. We got fucking Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid against Psycho Sid. Who do you got?
1: Sid. Sid. I think he hangs on to it longer.
0: Hmm. Interesting. What makes you think Sid's gonna be Shawn Michaels in front of that many people?
1: Um, because I don't know. I think that whoever makes this shit up vince mcmahon whatever mm-hmm. he's a dick okay and he doesn't want sean michaels to win, win in, in front his of his fans mm-hmm.
0: i mean vince mcmahon does have a history of like making guys look fucking foolish in their
1: hometowns and i don't know i just feel like sid hangs in onto it longer i feel like he hasn't had it there's very long. gonna be i feel like there's gonna be a bigger thing to this mm-hmm. like i don't I honestly don't feel like it goes back to Sean.
0: Really? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Okay. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. We will see. I feel like someone else is going to come along and not. It won't be Sean. Won't be Sean. Not Sean. Not Sean.
0: Not, Sean, not HBK. For no. whatever reason.
1: Okay. Okay. We will see. I have yet to figure out who it might be. Right but I don't think that'll be the
0: champ to beat Sid. Yes. Okay. Uh, And then most importantly, we have the 1997 30 man over the top rope Royal rumble. So in your point of view here, since Sid wins this match, he rightfully will defend the world title at WrestleMania against the winner of the Royal rumble, which will be.
1: Oh God. See, here's the thing. I want it to be tassel boots i know your choice to win it so bad but there's someone that keeps coming out here and fucking shit up yep and that person is stone cold steve austin
0: that's right
1: he keeps coming in and like even though he's not in a match or whatever he just comes up and is fucking shit up and then leaving He's injuring people and then taking off. But
0: isn't that smart strategy, though? He's got 29 pieces of trash to throw over the ring. And he's taking him out before he's the match. He's trying
1: to make it easier on himself.
0: But the thing is, also, where do you think, what place, what number, what entrant does Austin come oh, out of? Oh, I have at?
1: no clue.
0: Obviously not, but you I think, think
1: he'll be like a little bit later.
0: If he comes in earlier, he's got a lot more guys to take out. But if he comes in later, he's got a better chance, more energy. He's less tired than a lot of the guys who are he'll in
1: He'll probably go in like at least almost think? halfway through.
0: Yeah. So like at least 15 spot or later.
1: Somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere around there. Dude, I can't
0: wait to watch Between this. Between 10 and 20. You. Between 10 and 20. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I got some predictions. You got uh, Taker beating Vader. We got Ahmed over Farouk. Sid retaining the title. And Stone Cold Steve Austin winning the Royal Rumble. We will find out for next episode. Because we'll have watched. The 1997 Royal
1: Rumble. He literally can't wait to watch this. I've been waiting for this for two months. like record this one. (laughs) Like he's probably chomping at the bit to finish us recording this so we can go and watch.
0: I would say this is probably my second favorite pay-per-view from 1997.
1: Second favorite? Second
0: favorite. Because by the time we get to my first favorite, you'll know exactly why. Um... Yeah, thinking about the rest of them, mm, there's a couple other ones that are good too. But yeah, I would say this is number two in '97 mm. for my favorites.
1: For Interesting. Sure. Yes. Interesting.
0: So until next week, but still on this week is One Tree Hill.
1: Yay! My episode, favorite part.
0: Episode twelve, crash course in polite conversation. Mm-hmm. Babe, take it away. <sighs>
1: Don't you love this episode? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You can mm, say you love it? I would
0: say love would be a good word to describe this episode.
1: (laughs) Especially because when we watched it, you were like, this was better than episode six. I had a
0: couple, uh, you know, inebriators. Had a little bit of uh, little things I indulged in before I watched this episode. Wow. And this episode, for my money, it fucking blew me away. Because as much as I liked six episodes ago, episode six, which Mm -hmm. was just a fucking roller coaster, and it was was crazy, and I loved it. But it's like a fun episode, you know, just twist, turn, and it's good fucking Russo swerve shit. But this one, this one hit home, it added new characters, and it basically explained exactly why Dan and Nathan are the way that they are. It's Mm -hmm. pretty wild that we're like halfway through season one and we're getting this deep fucking character building going on here. We got our villain origin story for fucking Dan (laughs) Scott. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's unreal. Also, we did get a Unabomber reference at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Again, Glenn Jacobs, who is fake diesel. He also used to be the Unibomb. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Peyton's talking to her dad on her webcam. Skype um, before
0: Skype, Zoom before Zoom.
1: Yeah, whatever. Because uh, he's away. He's doing a job right now, and at least he's not in New Zealand like she thought he was going to be. Yep. So he's talking about he... Grows out the facial hair, whatever, his regular hair. And then when he comes ha- home or before he goes home, he cuts it all off. Yeah. So they're talking. She's excited to see him.
0: Rake boy shows up.
1: Yeah. Both <laughs> Lucas and Brooke show up and he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? And she's like quickly signs off like, no, nope, we'll tell you later. You'll yeah. see when you get home.
0: Mm hmm. And they're working on a little something for they have dear a old Dad.
1: Project,
0: uh, Dad the Dumpster, Dad the Dredger, Drosey.
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Dad has an old car that you know. I guess he's always talked about fixing up and never has gotten to it because obviously with his job it's pretty uh, demanding. He's not home. So. Peyton wants to get the car cleaned up and Mm -hmm. fixed up for him. Lucas to do the fixing. Brooke and Peyton to do the cleaning. Mm. So they're doing all this work, getting it ready. And uh, yeah, it's going to be really nice. Meanwhile, at the Scott household.
0: Oh, boy. Let's fucking buckle up, brother.
1: There's a knock at the door.
0: Who do we got?
1: We have... Royal.
0: Royal Rumble?
1: No. Oh my <laughs> God. Royal and May Scott, Dan's parents.
0: Dan's parents.
1: Deb had answered the door. It. Dan's not there because he's staying at the beach house.
0: Ah, right. Oh my right? God. Right. So Royal's middle name is Rumble. Royal Rumble Scott.
1: We never know his middle name.
0: I'm just going to call him Royal Rumble, Scott Rumble. Of course you are. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is that uh, Mae Scott, who plays Dan's mom, is fucking Tess Harper. She plays Jesse Pinkman's mom in Breaking Bad. So by rights, this makes Jesse Pinkman and Dan Scott brothers. And Keith. And Keith. Yeah, well.
1: so Sean kind of <laughs> forgot that yeah. these parents were also Keith's parents. Yeah, yeah. So kind of interesting. It's uh-huh. kind of
0: sad though, because like Keith sometimes, because Dan Dan is like such a huge character that Keith almost feels like an afterthought sometimes, just because they push so much Dan shit, right?
1: Well, I mean, because Dan makes it that way too.
0: He's so self-centered and conceited. So that self-centered it's all about fucking dad
1: stuff and you know. Brother. I think at this point, Keith would rather just not be a part of that Yeah, and just do his own thing. He'd rather not be in the spotlight, because why?
0: So basically, Dan is going to Deb and saying, well, can we just continue a charade where we're actually still together so we don't have to tell Diane Pinkman and Royal Rumble Scott that... We're actually not together. Like, I know the divorce is impending, but let's just pretend like we're one really happy family. And when this is going down, I'm just like, dude, this episode's gonna be fucking lit. Because the now, whole time, oh, he's they,
1: like, this is gonna be crazy. And I'm like, just wait, there's more.
0: We were like fucking <laughs> 10 minutes in, and I'm just like, this is gonna be fucking insane, dude. Like, this dinner. But here's, have, the oh. here's the thing
1: here's the thing. Mm hmm. The reason they're there It's Dan's birthday.
0: Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Happy birthday to Dan. Uh-huh. You get to continue this fucking charade for one more night.
1: Deb's not stoked. <laughs> Royal goes to visit Karen at the cafe, but Karen's away. So She's Haley's getting... Haley's the one that's there and she... is like, Can I Take a, leave a message and he's like no just an old friend or whatever
0: uh karen's getting her bell rung in fucking florence so she's nowhere to be found right so wow yeah
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> but deb comes from behind the one pillar like the kitchen area of the cafe yeah
0: and sees because
1: she's overheard yeah. what's happening mm-hmm. and she's like
0: Huh. Interesting. Why is Royal Rumble looking for Karen? How would Karen do in the Royal Rumble anyways? How? What entrant do you think Karen would be in? And how far would she go? How many eliminations would she have?
1: Oh god, I don't know. It's
0: probably she'd be at like the, maybe the 2021 mark maybe. Get a couple eliminations. Come in. you know, Nice little hot entrants. Come in there. Throw a couple people out. And then she'd get power slammed by Tassel Boots and Dumped over the top rope.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, so now Peyton is finding out that there's a Category 3 hurricane where her dad is meant to be on his boat. Is
0: Category 3 worse than Category 2?
1: I would assume so. But
0: not as bad as Category 4?
1: That kind of sounds like that's what it would be.
0: Interesting numbers, brother. <laughs>
1: She's beginning to worry, and Brooke and Lucas are trying to calm her down, but Peyton knows something could be seriously wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she keeps checking in. Lucas and Brooke finally get the car working and in looking in like good condition, and they start to celebrate, and Peyton walks out of the house crying because she got a call that his boat was found or whatever. It went missing. It's missing. Yeah. And there was a body uncovered.
0: Mm -hmm. And there was, what, three people on this boat? Yeah. And now we have a a 33 and a third chance at sacrifice for fucking uh, Dad the Dumpster Dredger Droze to be that dead body.
1: Wow. Okay, so now she needs to go identify the body to see if it's her dad, Larry.
0: And it's a four-hour drive there.
1: Uh, yes, but there's other stuff happening in the meantime. Ooh,
0: like Haley having to be subjected to this fucking charade of a dinner.
1: <laughs> Nathan doesn't really want to subject her to it, but he also would she, feel more comfortable if she was there.
0: And she actually seems a little stoked on it, like she wants to watch the drama go down.
1: I mean, I think she just wants to maybe see what the dynamic is. Yeah, so that she, she could, could understand Mason a
0: little more him too, a
1: little bit more.
0: Sure. So here we are at this fucking Last Supper, <laughs> and right away, straight into the sports talk. And that's me at a fucking dinner with other people who like sports. Fucking sports talk. Yeah, right I'm away. really glad Let's that
1: go. my sister and her her <laughs> ex boyfriend are not together anymore so because it was just talk, constantly dude. sports talk between the two of you oh <sighs> yeah at the same time too like they've she's invited to the dinner uh brooke has said to lucas that peyton and him should go to check to see if there's if it is larry yeah because lucas is good in a crisis and brooke would just be freaking out and he'd be comforting she would, her she would the be whole a liability time. basically so she's gonna stay home by the phone
0: Oh so Brooke's Lucas gonna stay. And Brooke back.
1: Have this awkward road trip because Well not Brooke, sorry, Peyton. Um and you know Peyton's just trying to keep it cool because they're in a car together for a very long time.
0: <laughs> they have eight hours of driving ahead of them. Four there, four back. What are we going to talk about? What's going to happen? Oh, oh my God. girlfriend's back at home. She's all the way over there waiting by the phone. Now I'm with this other girl that I've tried to bang. And now I have to drive eight hours with her and not try to not have awkward conversation. You know exactly what's going to happen. This is Hollywood, dude. You know what's going to go down.
1: They're just in a car talking. They're just in a car talking. We don't know anything that's happening yet because...
0: Back to the dinner. Back to
1: the dinner.
0: Where we're talking sports talk because now the Charlotte Hornets are now the New Orleans Hornets. And it's kind of funny that this is a fictional world. And yet they talk about real life basketball teams and a move that actually happened in real life too.
1: Also, Keith is there obviously because it's Dan's birthday dinner and his parents are there too. Keith has a date. Yes, he does. To this birthday dinner. And the date is none other than Whitey Durham. Oh, man. Oh, great. So you get Nathan's basketball coach slash Dan's ex-basketball coach (laughs) into this dinner (laughs) to make things even more awkward. It just
0: gets better and better by each passing minute in this episode.
1: Oh, God. It's so great, honestly. It's so crazy. Um, (laughs) Royal makes it clear where Dan got his pushy attitude from.
0: Yeah. Because all
1: he wants to do is talk about sports when May is asking him not to.
0: And it also does seem like Keith's relationship with Royal Rumble isn't very good either.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean... Keith and Dan don't get along, so I'm sure Keith and Royal do not get Probably along. Probably
0: not. Also, Haley, where would she sit in the Royal Rumble? Number one, would she go run the table and take out twenty nine other superstars? You think she could do it?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Haley's a bit of a badass, as you'll come to know in future episodes. I mean, just you
0: wait. She knows how to siphon gas already at sixteen years old. So
1: just you wait. Okay, that's not even. You know how like icebergs are massive underwater. Like you see the tip of the iceberg, and you're it's like, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely massive.
1: Siphoning gas. Mm,
0: That's just barely the the tip of the iceberg. Just the tip.
1: Literally that mm. tiny little pinpoint at the tip. That's it. Just you wait. Uh, Haley arrives and Royal pretends to not know her.
0: Yeah, because they had an interaction earlier.
1: And she's like, oh, hi, you're Nathan's dad or grandfather. grandfather? What the That'd fuck? That'd be weird he was his dad. That would be weird. <laughs> but yeah, it's... uh." It's going to be an awkward dinner.
0: Just like this awkward fucking bridge closing.
1: Oh, my God. Yes. Look, Lucas and Peyton get to the bridge. The bridge is out because of the storm.
0: Yes. It's a huge fucking crazy weather storm. You got the tornado. You got the hurricane. Whatever the fuck's is going on. Category fucking 33 fucking well, earthquake. The only
1: whatever. other way to get across to where they need to be is by boat. The boats aren't running Ferries because aren't running. of
0: the storm. Yeah, so now they got to try to swim, dude. They're going to swim oh, all the way God. over in a Category 15 storm. The road worker
1: happen. mentions that there's a motel down the road. Of
0: course there's a motel down the road.
1: And happens to be, <laughs> but that this room that they get has only one double bed probably. hmm because that didn't look as big as her So queen now not size only bed. are
0: they driving eight hours together, now they have to sleep in the same bed together until 6 a.m. before they have to go and identify and see if it is. In fact, Dredger Drozzi, her dad, that is the body.
1: So they get into the room and Lucas offers to sleep on the floor. And Peyton looks silly. at him and says, don't be stupid. And rolls over and lays facing whatever at the bathroom, something. And they're trying to go to sleep. Shoes on and everything. Yeah,
0: that's fucking weird. Like
1: on top of the comforter. Who fucking does that? And anyways, I could probably tell they're not getting that much sleep. Peyton's probably worried sick. Lucas is probably worried for her. You ever thinking see the, about Brooke.
0: You ever see the movie Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Danny DeVito? No. Um, there's a scene where, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is forced to sleep in the same motel room with this hot chick and he just wants to sleep on the floor. And the girl's like, no, no, come sleep in the bed. Cause like double bed or whatever. They literally tore this right out of twins. But in differences is that the girl ends up sleeping on the floor with Arnold and takes his V card.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. So now we're back at the dinner, and Royal is pressuring Nathan oh. to tell him what's going on with basketball.
0: Whoa, dude. Okay, we're hitting fucking peak, the mountaintop of fucking drama right now. I'm losing my shit watching okay. this.
1: But remember the line... Uh, He's Royals asking about or saying that Dan had bad knees and asks Nathan, yeah. "How are your knees?" And Haley says, "Oh, he's got great knees." Yeah, he's got great knees. <laughs> I love yeah. that. And everyone's just like laughing.
0: <laughs> yeah, Haley's hilarious.
1: Oh, I love Haley. But Nathan eventually reveals he quit that he's quit. The team and also brings up, oh, and you're going to visit Karen at the cafe. Yep. And Royal's pissed and death glaring Haley. Mm-hmm. Someone's got a big mouth. Yep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's a whole shit show. Deb's pissed. May's pissed. May starts going <laughs> off about how Dan's basketball career actually ended
0: not the way we all thought it <laughs> Apparently, did. Apparently
1: his injury was something he could come back from. He just decided that he didn't want to or she whatever convinced him not to and he could use it as a way out to get out from his dad pressuring him. And now Dan's doing the same shit to Nathan.
0: Dan quit. Basketball. Uh Uh-huh. What in the actual... Uh
1: Uh-huh. Fuck. Yep.
0: No fucking way. I just, like, watching this, I was just blown the fuck away that all this time... Yeah, he may have had a knee injury, and it was a little too late when he started picking it back up, but because he didn't want to deal with this fucking abusive, emotionally abusive father, he quit
1: Fucking basketball. And now this is also Royal's first time hearing about it. (laughs) So (laughs) fucking insane. Both Keith and Whitey are like, at peace, bro. We're getting the fuck out of here. Oh my god. Oh my god. God, we have
0: we have a little whitey uh, wisdom because he was wise enough to leave that fucking dinner right at that time. And I guarantee you by the end of this episode, we will reveal our whitey wisdom sound effect like I promised last week.
1: Yes, (laughs) you did promise. That's what we'll get. We go back to the motel. It's probably like, I don't know, something four in the morning, stupid four in the morning. morning, Lucas is coming back to the room with snacks
0: pineapple bologna pickles and pizza what i don't know he has some snacks
1: (laughs) he had snacks he puts it on the table that was on the room or in the room and then they look at the time and talk about oh maybe we should just get going they leave the fucking snacks on the table yeah
0: why the fuck would you do that
1: that's just a terrible waste of money and snacks yeah what the fuck
0: fucking snack abuse there brother
1: they go and go to identify the body. It's not. It's not. It's not Larry. It's not the dredger. Peyton's super relieved. Obviously. When they were at the hotel room before, early in the morning, whatever, Peyton was playing with a bracelet. Yeah. She realizes <laughs> this bracelet was is given. missing.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: It's missing. They have to go back to this motel room.
0: Mm, that they avoided any kind of kinky times this entire time before. Exactly. Finding out about, they were
1: just talking. Yeah.
0: Because she's stressed out. He's stressed totally out. Totally stressed out.
1: Sure. So they get back to the motel room and Peyton's looking for her bracelet. Finds it. Funniest thing. This is something that I've noticed that. This time, watching through I've probably watched this through a zillion times.
0: the maroon five song starts playing.
1: <laughs> no, so she's looking around in messy sheets, okay, messy bedding, messy sheets, okay, they fell asleep on, on a fully the... made bed, yeah, interesting, yeah, um also, <laughs> they still are leaving their fucking snacks, yeah, what the hell ignoring dude? the snacks are still on the table, yeah. Um.
0: (laughs) What they're not ignoring is each other
1: Nope She finds the bracelet They start ripping each other's clothes off
0: On like fucking Donkey Kong Finally the second time now Or this is finally fucking going down It's gonna happen How
1: long did you think it was gonna take Before they was pretty on
0: I said like before the end of the first season And we are before the end We're only halfway through the fucking first season And it's Mm -hmm. finally fucking happening here Until it doesn't.
1: Peyton's hair gets tangled up in Lucas's necklace, which was given to him by Brooke.
0: Brooke gave him that necklace. Yeah. Ugh. If I had the choice between Brooke and Peyton, though, I mean, the choice is fucking obvious, okay? Choice is fucking obvious.
1: For you, but some other people would have a totally different choice. Choice
0: is obvious.
1: (laughs) So now they need to... Untangle Peyton's hair from this necklace Ugh. and leave. Ugh. Now another awkward drive home. Yeah.
0: Because, you know, oh, it didn't mean anything. They're all, it didn't mean anything. And Peyton's like, yeah, it did. <laughs> yes.
1: They get home and Brooke is coming outside the door. And she had also, they there was a phone call as well. Um, where yeah. Brooke is saying they found his boat, he's yeah, okay. He's fine. He's at the fine. same time
0: after they ID the body and realize it wasn't him either.
1: Yes. Yeah. So they're going home. Brooke's hugging Peyton. It's a nice sweet moment. So just like Haley and Nathan are talking mm-hmm. and Nathan's saying that. After all this revelation with his dad quitting basketball and being so hard at him on him, now he needs to officially beat him. He beat him. can't just quit mm-hmm. because quitting means that Dan still wins because at least he got to college yep. to play ball.
0: That's right. Now Nathan's on this mission where he has to beat his fucking dad to basically avenge his entire life here. Yeah. His whole life is a lie. And now he's got to do what he's got to do. And he's got to beat all those records. He's got to make it to college and possibly even the NBA.
1: There's also an awkward breakfast. Yeah. The Scott family Royal Minus Rumble Nathan.
0: Royal Rumble like compliments Keith probably for the first time in his entire life. And it's only just
1: to t- dig at Dan. To dig
0: at Dan, basically. And
1: May gives Dan a quilt made of all of his old basketball jerseys and yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And Dan's just like, what the actual <laughs> fuck? Can we?
0: I, honestly, I feel like the show has to be renamed. Just call it Daddy Issues. Because that's all anyone has in this show is fucking Daddy Issues. Ugh, big time Daddy big Issues. Big time Daddy Issues. But Holy you know what? Shit.
1: I feel like Deb handled the episode or this dinner and the breakfast really well. Deb handles
0: everything well.
1: Because we stand Deb. Yes. I mean, she's had enough of Royals crap over the years and she stands up to him Mm -hmm. and tells him she's done with his shit. Yep. And yeah, she still keeps the charade going, though, until they after they leave.
0: We have so much character development going on in this episode. I loved it. We get the villain origin story. We mm-hmm. see Royal Rumble. We see Diane Pinkman. <laughs> we get it all. <laughs> Daddy issues, full force. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking ride, this episode. And like I said, as much as I loved episode six and how much of a roller coaster that episode was, this just fucking hit different 4.69 on the Melter scale. 4.69. Wow. Zero, 4.20 for episode six. 4.69.
1: I also want to bring up a key conversation between Peyton and Lucas after almost hooking up in that motel room.
0: Yeah. Okay. When they're
1: driving home, mm-hmm. we got carried away. It didn't mean anything. I already
0: talked about that. I said,
1: hang on. It didn't? Yeah. Of course it did. Yeah.
0: I already said that, brother.
1: Did you? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Shows how
0: much you listen to me, dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes I have to block you out because you're just going in on with wrestling quotes. Check the
0: tape, dude. I literally said it five minutes ago.
1: (laughs) Okay. Again, important. Important. Of course, it meant something.
0: It wouldn't happen if it didn't mean anything. I mean, and it's not the first time either. Yeah. Yeah. We're going down the okay. fucking road So now here.
1: that we're halfway through the first season. Yeah.
0: Before the end of the
1: first season, it's going to be them. You still think it's going to be yeah. before the end?
0: Yeah. This show moves so fast, dude. Huh? Like at least with like wrestling, we have like months of like character development. True. This is just like bang, bang, boom. Shit's changed. True Brooke is not O-T-H a fucking heel fans anymore.
1: True will know. Fucking
0: Brooke isn't a heel anymore. We know
1: exactly when it happens. Yeah,
0: you do. But I don't because I don't watch this fucking show. But now I do. and I'm actually really enjoying it. 4.69.
1: 4.69. I like it.
0: Highest rating yet.
1: Oh, will we ever get a five?
0: Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe one day. Maybe by season three, maybe. I don't know
1: we'll see no season three and four mm-hmm. seasons read. three and four are my absolute favorite were they seasons. like
0: really hitting their stride around that point
1: they were just it was so good so good mm-hmm. so well done cool so well written
0: well i'll tell you most of 97 and especially 1998 in wrestling is so good too but for different reasons
1: yeah, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: just you wait, brother. Because next episode, next week's episode, episode 13, we get. You know, it would be really cool if like the Royal Rumble is episode 30 because it's 30 man Royal Rumble. But I digress. Episode 13, the Royal Rumble episode. I'm just going to call it the Royal Rumble episode. Screw One Tree Hill for next week. It's all about no, the Royal
1: Rumble. No, <laughs> we're still doing episode 13 of One Tree Hill. I guess.
0: But it is going to be a longer episode. Obviously, this one's a little bit shorter, and that's okay because next week's episode is going to be a little bit longer because we do have to go full force into the Royal Rumble. This is one of the most important events of the year. It is your first Royal Rumble that you're going to watch in full. I'm so fucking excited. But I am also excited for all this drama on One Hill, too, because, man, again, it's going to be a hard episode to follow.
1: They're not I gonna... feel like you often get, like, you have a chill out episode yeah have a few you chill gotta, out episodes and then you get the like the peak yeah and then you get the come down it's like a roller coaster and then <sighs> yeah, it's, it's just, just you gotta build insane.
0: because and that's like wrestling too you gotta build right you gotta have this character development and then finally comes to this precipice this fucking peak of greatness and all that waiting and all that development all makes sense and makes it so worth it the anticipation it's all worth it in the end for both shows.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. I'm and you know it. what's fun is right now, while we're watching the sh- episodes for this podcast, I've also been watching the show, like One Tree Hill, on my own on the side because all of a sudden One Tree Hill was on Prime Video mm. and it hasn't been on any streaming service in Canada for the longest Long time. time. I only had the DVDs and switching out a DVD is annoying. I'm sorry. Wow. You can t- call me bougie or whatever oh all you want. God. It's like so I can press
0: a button as opposed to getting up off my ass and fucking pressing open and then changing the disc. It just it makes it easier to binge.
1: Oh okay. God.
0: But you still get to watch at least like four episodes at a time on a disc.
1: I know. Just let me have my moment, okay? So I got really excited and I started watching the show and then we started doing the podcast and Sean's like, you should stop watching it. And I was like, no. And now I'm in season nine and I'm just taking note of every cool thing that happens that I cannot wait to see Sean's reaction.
0: Mm, Yes. yes.
1: It's just a reminder for me because I haven't watched the series through in almost a year.
0: Almost a year.
1: <laughs> Around a year. I don't know. I don't uh, remember.
0: Gold on both sides of this podcast. We're loving it. We're loving you. Appreciate the love. Appreciate everything that you do for us, the fans.
1: Everything. Everything.
0: everything. Every fucking thing. So <laughs> hit us up. podcast, dude. In mm-hmm. every streaming service, including. These are. That's fucking right. So. How are we going to sign off on that, uh, this episode? With the fucking whitey wisdom. And <laughs> until next week,
1: I bid you adieu. And I say bye, bitch. We got a game tomorrow night. You're on my team until tip-off. The rest is up to you. Luck, <sighs> son? There's no shame in being afraid. Hell, we're all afraid. What you got to do is figure out what you're afraid of. Because when you put a face on it, you can beat it. Better yet, you can use it. Think about it.